जय जय प्रभु पाक प्रभु पाक प्रभु पाक जय प्रभु पाक
स्वभावसोचतमी अथानिमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्यमित्य
but persons who lack knowledge of self-realization certainly lament. Therefore, it is difficult to educate a person in illusion. <coughs> Please repeat. Those who have full knowledge of self-realization, <coughs> who know very well that the spirit soul is eternal, whereas the body is perishable, are not overwhelmed by lamentation. But person who lack knowledge of self-realization certainly lament. Therefore, it is difficult to educate a person in illusion. Purport. According to Mimamsa philosophers, everything is eternal, nitya. And according to Sankhya philosophers, everything is mithya or anitya, impermanent. Nonetheless, without real knowledge of Atma, the soul, such philosophers must be bewildered and must continue to lament as sudras. Srila Sukhdev Goswami therefore said to Parikshit Maharaj, Srutavyadini Rajendra Nirnam Shanti Sahasrasha Apashyatam Atma Tattvam Graheshu Graha Medinam. Those who are materially engrossed, being blind to knowledge of the ultimate truth, have many subject matters for hearing in human society. O Emperor, Bhagavatam 2.1.2. For ordinary persons engaged in material activities, there are many, many subject matters to understand because such persons do not understand self-realization. One must therefore be educated in self-realization so that under any circumstance, circumstances in life, he will remain steady in his vows. ॐ्ञानतिमिरांदश्यज्ञानांजनसलाकयाचक्षुरुन्मिलितम्येनातश्मयश्रीगुरुएनमःश्रीचेतन्यमनोभीष्टमस्तापितम्येनाभूतले स
whereas the body is perishable, are not overwhelmed by lamentation. <clears throat> but person who lack the self-realization certainly lament. Therefore, it is difficult to educate a person in illusion. A very similar verse from Bhagavad Gita. Anyone remembers? Speaking about the same theme. Sorry? Asochit. Nanu Sochanti. Pandita. Which other verse? The entire, actually, second chapter speaks about this theme. Now it's better. It's better. Maybe put up the volume a little bit. Somebody who knows how to turn the volume knob. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. I think it's, is it? Yeah, so I was wondering uh, why Srila Prabhupada, too loud. I was wondering why Srila Prabhupada is speaking about the Mimamsa philosophers and Sankhya philosophers at the beginning of the purport. So, uh, but uh, of course Srila Prabhupada wouldn't put anything in the purport without context. So, when I read something more about uh, Mimamsa philosophy and uh, uh, Sankhya philosophy, I, uh, I understood that this was very much related. Where here we see uh, <clears throat> in the Vedas, there are six darshans mentioned. One of them is Mimamsa, Sankhya, Yoga, Vaisheshika, Nyaya, and Vedanta. So, these six darshans show us or are the perspective of each of those philosophers to the Vedas. So, these six darshans, uh, Mimamsa, Sankhya are one of them. They explain, and as Srila Prabhupada is mentioning here, those who are Followers of Mimamsa philosophy, or uh, it is also known as uh, Karma Mimamsa philosophy. They think everything is eternal, nitya, hmm? and they see the soul as being the eternal. And when we finish our uh, lifetime here, we go back home, back to Godhead, and we are again a eternal living entity. We are. Sasti, Samipya, Sarupya, Salokya. So we get all those things. So we are equal to God. So this is their philosophy. You act in this material world in a way. You do pious activities, you do all the karmakandi activities and you go back home, back to God and you be in your eternal position again. And so there is no need of worshipping God. Be nice to everyone. So that's Mimamsa. Everything is Nitya, eternal. Whereas Sankhya philosophy again, the Sankhya philosophy which is mentioned uh, by Srila Prabhupada here is smithya, anitya. It is temporary. Hmm? Where one analyzes each and every component. It's interesting uh, actually. <coughs> Sridhar Swami in his uh, commentary on Bhagavad Gita, he mentions, he gives the name of second chapter as Sankhya Yoga. Hmm? So the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita is known as Sankhya Yoga by Sridhar Swami. Why? Because it also speaks about the body and 
सोल अजो नित्य शाश्वत अयम पुराणो न हन्यत हन्य माने शरीर है सो द एंटायर सेकेंड चैप्टर वॉज मेनली फोकस्ड बाई कृष्णा फॉर द बेसिक्स विच इज हाउ बॉडी एंड सोल आर डिफरेंट बॉडी इज टेम्पररी सोल इज इटर्नल सो श्रीधर स्वामी नेम्स दैट एज संख्या फिलोसॉफी वेर एज हियर संख्या फिलोसॉफर्स शीला प्रभुपाद इज सेंग एवरीथिंग इज मिथ्या अनित्य सो एंड वी वी हैव गॉट अ इन थर्ड कैंटो एट द एंड ऑफ थर्ड कैंटो कपिल मुनि स्पीक्स अबाउट दिस संख्या फिलोसॉफी सो इज संख्या फिलोसॉफी मिथ्या अनित्य स्पीक्स अबाउट मिथ्या अनित्य और इट इज डिवोशनल सो इफ अ संख्या फिलोसॉफी लीड्स टू भक्ति एंड दैट इज वॉट इज मैंशनड बाय देहूति इन द थर्ड कैंटो नेहा यत कर्मा धर्मश्य ना वैराग्य कल्पते ना तीर्थपाद सेवय जीवन अभी मृत्यु ही सह सो देहूति ही इज द एंटायर संख्या फिलोसॉफी दिस इज हर वर्डिक्ट सी सेंग नेहा यत कर्म धर्मश्य एनी कर्म एनी एक्टिविटी that you perform does not lead you to religious principles yam niyam it does not lead you to the religious principles and any religious practices that you perform na vairagya kalpate it does not detach you from this material world na tirthapad sevaya and any detachment does not lead you to the service of the supreme personality of God at to the service of the lotus feet of supreme personality of God at na tirtha pad seva jivan api mrityu hi saha it's better to die than to live such a life so dehuti is mentioning after hearing sankhya philosophy she is mentioning this this is the conclusion of sankhya philosophy it should lead to the service of the lotus feet of the supreme personality of God at so uh, the sankhya philosophy or the mimamsa philosophy or any of the philosophy which are mentioned vedanta uh, which is one of the conclusion uh, and shrimad bhagavatam is the commentary on vedanta sutra hmm? so it is mentioned by uh, philosopher vedanta is the best and i was reading this they have compared vedanta as uh, as to astika philosophy what is astika sorry theism or what is theism that's right one surrenders on to the god one understands there is a supreme personality of godhead who is supreme to us hmm? so that is known as astika philosophy and all the other philosophies were compared to nastika where one does not believe in god hmm? so uh, it, it was interesting that the vedanta philosophy leads us which shila prabhupad has given us shrimad bhagavatam which is the commentary on the vedanta sutra it leads us to the supreme personality of god at to the service of the supreme personality of god at and that is real knowledge and shila prabhupada is mentioning in the verse <coughs> sorry in the purport saying without real knowledge of atma the soul such philosophers must be bewildered and must continue to lament as sudras so if one does not understand the philosophy which is given in shrimad bhagavatam shrimad bhagavad gita they will lament there will be lamentation whatever philosophy you study the vedas but it will not lead to happiness and one will continue to lament as sudras shila sukhdev goswami therefore said to parikshit maharaj shrutha vyadini 
राजेंद्र निर्णम शांति सहस्रश उपाशितम आत्मतत्व ग्रहेशु ग्रह मेदीन शिला प्रभुवादीस कोटिंग दिस वर्स फ्रॉम द सेकेंड कैंटो फर्स्ट चैप्टर सेकेंड वर्स एंड इट्स इंटरेस्टिंग दिस इज द सेकेंड वर्स विच श्रीला सुखदेव गोस्वामी स्पीक्स इन भागवतम एनी वन रिमेंबर्स द फर्स्ट वर्स विच श्रीला सुखदेव गोस्वामी स्पोक इन भागवतम वेर सुखदेव गोस्वामी बिगिन्स स्पीकिंग सो ही बिगिन्स एट द एंड ऑफ फर्स्ट कैंटो परीक्षित महाराज इन द लास्ट चैप्टर नाइनटीन चैप्टर at the end of that chapter asked two questions the first question was what is the way of perfection for all persons especially one who is about to die parikshit maharaj was cursed we know the past time right parikshit maharaj was cursed to die at the end of not at the end of uh, first canto but at the end of dwapar yuga he was cursed to die actually the kaliyuga had already begun this was the sandhya this was the junction point between dwapar and kaliyuga and parikshit maharaj was cursed at the end of and this is some sometimes it is mentioned that is how kaliyuga begin by shringi the brahmana become corrupted he cursed parikshit maharaj to die in 7 days he cursed parikshit maharaj that the snake bird takshak will bite parikshit maharaj and by the fire of that parikshit maharaj will die in 7 days so Parikshit Maharaj had only seven days, and this is mentioned in the last chapter of first canto. Had only seven days to live, but he did not. He could have protested. He was powerful enough to, or to stop Kaliyuga from beating the bull and the cow. So he was that powerful. He could have easily overcome this curse, but no, he accepted the curse. He accepted this as the will of the Lord, and he started to fast on the bank of Ganges. and he was waiting he, all the uh, sages all the demigods arrived at that scene and uh, at that point sukhdev goswami arrives uh, arrives and parikshit maharaj asked him two questions the first question was what is the duty what is the way of perfection for all persons especially the person who is about to die because he was going to die in Seven days, and the second question he asked was, "Please tell me what a man should hear, chant, remember, and worship, and also what he should not do." Hmm? So these were the two questions he asked. So what was the first question? What is the duty of a person who is about to die? Anyone here who is not going to die? So it is relevant for us. Hmm? It is who is about to die. Parikshit Maharaj was lucky to know that he is going to die in. Seven days, hmm? but we don't know. And here we are reading this uh, pastime of Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyakashipu, consoling his family members. Hmm? Uh, Hiranyaksha has died, and he is speaking perfect philosophy here. He is speaking Bhagavad Gita here. Hmm? That people who don't understand the difference between body and soul will continue in lamentation, whereas people who understand. they transcend him so those who are gnanis they understand that the body is going to be perishable so this is perfect philosophy spoken by hiranyakashipu who is a demon and so even demons were knowledgeable enough to understand this philosophy so uh, parikshit maharaj says ask this two questions and the second question the first was what what one sh- what is the way of perfection for everyone who is about to especially for one who is about to die and the second was what one should hear chant remember and worship and what one shouldn't do 
in this material world. So these were the two questions. And the first verse of second uh, canto, first uh, chapter, Sukhdev Goswami begins to speak uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. Sometimes it is mentioned that is where Srimad Bhagavatam had started. But no, Srimad Bhagavatam started from first 1.1.1 itself. But sometimes Acharyas uh, make a point that this is the point where Sukhdev Goswami, because who spoke the entire first canto? Sutta Goswami. Sutta Goswami spoke that, but he was speaking based on what he had heard from Sukhdev Goswami. So, Bhagavatam started from 1.1.1, but sometimes Acharyas do mention this as well, that this is the point where Sukhdev Goswami starts speaking. So, the first thing he mentions is, Varyan Esha Te Prashna Krita Loka Hitam Ripa. Hmm. So, Varyan Esha Te Prashna, what does that mean? Your questions are glorious. Varyan Esha Te Prashna Krita Hitam Loka. Hmm. So, this is Loka Hit. It is going to be beneficial to entire human society. Atma Vit Samta Pumsam Srotavaya Yah Dinu Srotavaya Dini Yah Para. So, this is, these are the questions which are uh, related to the soul. So they are glorious and they are going to be beneficial to, the answers to these questions are going to be beneficial for everyone. As Srila Prabhupada is saying, people who are sudra mentality, they don't have much to hear. And this is second uh, verse, Parikshit uh, Maharaj, uh, sorry, Sukhda Goswami is saying, Shrotyavaya Dini Rajendra Nirnam Santi Sahasrasha Apashyatam Atma Tattvam Grahishu Graha Medinam, which is uh, quoted by Srila Prabhupada. Apashatam Atma Tattvam. What does that mean? They don't understand the people who are Graha Medi, those who are materialistic, they don't understand what is beneficial for Atma. Apashatam Atma Tattvam. And that is why they have got many subject matters to hear in the material world. They don't hear the subject matter which is related to the soul. So, uh, Sukhdev Goswami uh, sp speaks, starts narrating from second canto about what should not be done. And he's speaking, he's giving verse after verse relating to how the Graha Medhi, how the materialist should not do what one should not do. And the same thing we see in this canto as well. When... Uh, in the sixth canto, at the end of sixth canto, it was seen that uh, the Lord helped Indra to kill Hiranaksha and Hiranakashipu. At that time, at the beginning of this canto, seventh canto, in the first chapter, last chapter, Parikshit Maharaj asked question. Parikshit Maharaj asked question that uh, why is Lord seemingly partial to Indra? Lord is. Lord is above the, Lord is transcendental, is above the modes of material nature. Then how come Lord is, it seems that he is partial to, Indra is helping the demigods by killing the demons, by helping them to kill demons. So it looks like Lord is partial, but again Sukhdev Goswami explains how Lord is not partial. And these two, and he quotes another story, he quotes the narration, the uh, narration which took place between uh, Yudhishthir Maharaj and Narada Muni, where again uh, in the assembly where Rajasuya Yagna was taking place, at that time Shishupal was killed by Krishna. 
And when the chakra of Krishna killed Shishupal, who was blaspheming Krishna, the soul from the body of Shishupal entered into the body of Krishna. So everyone saw that in the assembly. And Yudhishthira Maharaj is perplexed. How come such a demoniac person who has, been, who has done nothing good, but in his whole life he has only criticized Krishna? How come a soul of such a demoniac person enters into the body, gets Sayujya Mukti, enters into the body of Krishna, gets liberation? So, uh, and uh, Narad Muni was standing there and Narad Muni explains to Yudhishthira Maharaj that this personality, Shishupal and Dantavakra are not ordinary personality. They are Jaya and Vijaya in the spiritual world. They are the eternal associates of the Lord. Hmm? And uh, then he explains the entire seventh canto, what we hear is the narration between Narad Muni and Yudhishthira Maharaj, Narad Muni explaining the pastime. And Parikshit Maharaj is also asking Sukhdev Goswami to explain this entire pastime in detail because he has already explained in brief at the end of last canto. But because Parikshit Maharaj is a Rasika devotee, is a devotee who enjoys hearing the pastimes of the Lord, he is inquiring, please explain all this pastime in detail. Don't just go over the pastime in short because he likes to hear the glories of the Lord. So we hear, even in uh, this Kent, uh, last chapter, we hear Sukhdev Goswami glorifying the questions by Parikshit Maharaj, very similar, and he's saying, Bhagavad Bhakti Vardhanam. Sukhdev Goswami is saying that this questions, the answers to these questions are Bhagavad Bhakti Vardhanam. They increase the devotion of a person for the Supreme Personality of God at Sri Krishna. So, these are glorious. And then, what does Sukhdev Goswami mention? Grahishu Grahamedinam. He mentions about how a grahamedi, how a materialistic person is always engaged in the material activities, managing the family. Nidrahe riyakte naktam vevayana chavavaya divacha arthe rajan kutumba bharanena va. So these are the activities of a materialistic person. What does he do? Nidra, at night he is sleeping and have in enjoying with his partner. And in the daytime he is struggling hard. He is struggling hard to earn money and look after the family matters. So these are the only four activities that a materialistic, grahastha materialistic person does. And what does these lead to? Sukhdev Goswami mentions, Deha Patya Kalatradishu Atma Sainashva Asatswapi Tesam Pramato Niddhanam Pashyan Apina Pashyati They develop faith, they develop attachment to the family and their paraphernalia. So they think that this family, this paraphernalia, this position, this all, my money and my friends will protect me. But they are fallible. They are not infallible like the Lord. They are fallible. And they, uh, even though Tesham Pramato Nidhanam Pashyan Apina Pashyati, even though he sees Pashyan Apina Pashyati, he sees that death is coming, but he is still ignorant to that death. We all know old age, disease is coming, right? We are all getting 
older every year by year. If you look at your 10-year-old photograph, you'll come to know that you have grown older. Hmm? But still a person, especially, this is different for devotees, but non-devotees, they don't understand, they're still trying to put a makeup on that old age to look more and more beautiful. They still think that I can still do it, I can still fight. And we know so many people have paid millions of dollars to preserve that dead body. Hmm? So that one day they believe that scientists will come out with a way to revive their body and they will come back to life. Hmm? So in Arizona there is a whole uh, uh, scientific lab which has where there are bodies preserved of all the billionaires, trillionaires who have paid billions of dollars for the research, hmm? thinking that one day they will come back to life. Hmm? So they try to pashyanapina pashyati, even though they are seeing that, and Bhagavatam is the classic, if one reads Bhagavatam, one will be clear that one will, the body will not be revived. Hmm? Because we see here Surya dynasty, Chandra dynasty, Kings after kings, especially in the 11th canto, 12th canto, you will hear about the kings from Satyuga to Kalyuga. And they were not ordinary kings, these are powerful kings who can stop Kalyuga, who can stop Mother Earth, who can put a Prithu Maharaj, we know, right? He took a bow and arrow and he was about to shoot arrow at Mother Earth and Mother Earth immediately appeared in front of Prithu Maharaj. So these are the powerful kings who are, uh, who were present, who could stop the flow of mother nature. But where are they now? And Prabhupada makes point in the twelfth canto, where are all these kings? Where are all these people who were so powerful? They've all gone. How can a person of Kaliuga who is so weak, what, what is the verse for a person of Kaliuga? At the beginning, uh, Sukhdeva Goswami mentions. Manda Sumanda, how does it start? That's what I was thinking. Huh? Prayan Alpa, thank you, High Griff. Prayan Alpa, Ayusha Sabya, Kala Vasmin Yuge Jana, Manda Sumanda Matayo, Manda Bhagyahi, Upa Dhruta. Hmm? So, the day by day, the lifespan of a person is diminishing. Hmm? Prayan Alpa, Ayusha Sabya, Kala Vasmin Yuge Jana. In Kalyuga, we see the lifespans of people in previous yuga was 100,000 years, then 10,000 years in Treta, then 1,000 in Dwapara, and now we see people who live 100, they get a trophy. Hmm? So that's an achievement. You have lived 100 years. Hmm? So, uh, but we see all the diseases, all the people dying, and uh, during COVID, we saw hmm, an invisible virus could kill so many people. Hmm. So this was, it's uh, sad actually. Hmm. And nobody is able to do anything. All people were able to do was to not come out of your home. Hmm. So there was a curfew and we know Melbourne was one of the worst hit city uh, in terms of curfew. Mm. Almost for a year, nobody came out of their house. Mm. So, this is the progress we have made in Kaliuga. People, and all you can do is do not come. And we, in US also, we see all this uh, hurricanes and tornadoes come. What do people say? 
get out of this city. That's all they can do. There is no way to check and these are the kings who could stop all those things. Even they have passed away. Even they did not stay. So what is the lifespan or what is the probability of we being able to make this a permanent residence? We can put it on our passport permanent PR citizen but still not going to stop us from being here. One day we will have to leave. So, <clears throat> so, and Srila Prabhupada makes the point, how can one get out? One must therefore be educated in self-realization so that under any circumstances in life, he will remain steady in his vows. So the only way out is to be educated in the matters of self-realization. And how can one get that education? By studying the scriptures, these transcendental scriptures, because they're none different from the Lord Himself. Krishna Swadhamo Pagate Dharma Gnana Dibisa Kalav Asta Purana Arko Adhunandita. So when Krishna left, this was one of the questions by Parikshit Maharaj. What will happen now that Krishna has left this planet? And Sukhdev Goswami gives this verse that. After Krishna's, Krishna so dhamo pagate, dharma gnanadvi, religion and knowledge have gone with Krishna. But this Puranarkho, this Srimad Bhagavatam has arisen, which is none different than the Supreme Lord Himself. And this is going to show the light to the people of Kalyuga. So, uh, the only way is to study the scriptures, to understand who. Krishna is who we are and what is our duty, Sambandha, Abhideya and Prayojana. And one who understands this, who engages in the ways which have been given in the scriptures, one can transcend this material world. Because again in the same section, uh, in the second chapter of first canto, Sukhda Goswami continues about Graha Medinam and he says, Dharma svanushtita pumsam vishvaksena kathasuya naha utpade yadi ratim shrama eva hi kevalam. So anything, any duty or any occupational duty that one performs which does not arise, na kathasuya, vishvaksena kathasuya, na utpade yadi ratim, it does not, one does not arise the love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Shrama eva hi kevalam. It is useless waste of time. So whatever activities we are doing, it should awaken hmm, devotional bhakti towards the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Only then it is useful, otherwise it is Srama Evahi Kevalam. Hmm. Okay, I'll stop here. If uh, anyone has got any questions, comments, corrections, please. Yes, Prabhuji. Sukhacharya revived them. Yes. So how does that work? Yeah, so we know that there was a war between demons and devtas. And when all the demons were killed, Sukracharya, who had the power, he had a shakti of mantra shakti. So we, we see those sages who had so much of power, they could revive people, right? And they revived people. 
where are they now? And this is, that is why I say it's interesting to read Bhagavatam. If you read Bhagavatam, there will be no doubt in your mind that we are in Kalyuga. Even people who could do those things in the previous, even they are not here anymore. How can you expect we who cannot even chant a simple mantra, Hare Krishna Maha Mantra? Hmm? Let's understand, if somebody has been called just sit and chant one round, it will be difficult for them, right? I, I, for myself I can tell, hmm? when I initially used to come to temple, it was difficult for me to chant even a single round sitting at one place. The mind would run everywhere. So how can we expect that we are going to be revived or we, there is anything in this material world or in Kaliuga which can revive us? So even though, yes, there are pastimes in Bhagavatam and Bhagavatam mentions this, that there, there were uh, sages who could revive people. And actually it is interesting, uh, today is Vijaya Ekadashi. I was uh, supposed to mention something about it. And uh, Vijaya Ekadashi uh, is known uh, Vijaya Ekadashi for two reasons. One is there are Jaya and Vijaya who are the doorkeepers and we are reading their pastimes right now. Hiranakashipu and Hiranakshava, Jaya and Vijaya. So this, uh, that is Vijaya uh, Ekadashi also mentioned that we are praying to Vijaya so that we can enter after this lifetime we can enter, we can get liberation, we can enter Vaikuntha. And the second pastime is when uh, Mother Sita was kidnapped, hmm, at that time Lord Ram was searching for Mother Sita along with Lakshman and all the Vanar Sena. And they come to the heritage, uh, there was an ashram of one of the sage. So they went to the ashram, they uh, paid obeisances to the uh, Rishi and they asked uh, Rishi, how can we find Mother Sita? And that Rishi said, today is Ekadashi and you perform this Vrata, today is Vijaya Ekadashi, you perform this Vrata today and if you perform this Vrata, you will be victorious. In whatever war you are going on, you will be victorious. And Lord Ram, Lakshman, Hanuman and all the Vanasena performed Ekadashi on that day. And then they were able to fight against Ravan. Of course, Lord Ram does not need any Vanasena or any Vrata to be performed. But this is an example which is given. Even Lord Ram performed Ekadashi, which is Vijay Ekadashi today, and he was victorious against Ravana. So it is mentioned it is the fruit of anyone who performs Vijay Ekadashi in whatever endeavor or whatever fight he is going on, he will be victorious. So that is why it is known as Victor, uh, Vijay Ekadashi. But yes, again, coming back to, yeah, there are people who were killed and revived. There is a science in Vedas which can revive dead personalities. And we know from last uh, canto we had a pastime of Chitraketu's son, Harsha Shoka. He was also revived by Narad Muni, right? But then what happened? Yeah, even though he was revived, it was still lamentation for Chitraketu Maharaj because he couldn't recognize him. He said, so many fathers and mothers I have uh, uh, got in my whole entire journey. Which mother and father you are? Imagine a son wakes up and tells you that. Mm. He does not know you anymore. Mm. So it's more like a uh, misery. So yes, 
coming back to uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, if you, if you read Srimad Bhagavatam, understand Srimad Bhagavatam, there will be no doubt that this life is going to, this body is going to finish and you have to work in this body so that you can go back home, back to Godhead. Utilize the machine that has been given. This body is just a machine, of course, little bit more high-tech machine. People are not able to understand how to operate it. It's a bit high-tech, but that is why we have been given manuals, Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, how to operate. So if we read this, we'll be able to use this machine effectively so that we can go back home, back to Godhead. Sorry if I answered your question. I was just um, mm. in relation to Narada Muni and the, the sun passing away. Um, I read in commentaries that Narada, by his mystic power, used the yeah. boy as like a puppet. So mm, actually, I think the soul left, but then Narada is using it as a puppet. I don't know if that's... Yeah, I've also heard that. But whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, Sukracharya also revived them, uh, all the demons, probably some other souls were entered into whatever the case may be, <laughs> who knows. But the point is, where are all they? And Srila Prabhupada makes that point in the end of 12th canto, where he gives the, uh, where uh, Bhagavatam gives the kings, lineage of kings. And then Srila Prabhupada just writes, where are all they? They were so powerful, where are all they? Mm, so it's interesting. Mm? So such powerful kings, such powerful people, but they are all gone by the influence of time. Kala Shakti of the Lord. Hmm. So if Kala Shakti of the Lord has removed all of those powerful people, what is our capability? Hmm. How much can we hold on? Hmm. Maybe a few more breaths? Yeah, no, not even a single breath, right? So when the time comes, we will not be able to hold anything. So we have to understand this fact. And if we understand this simple fact, and the, as Srila Prabhupada is mentioning, life, one must therefore be educated in self-relation so that under any circumstances in life, he will remain steady in his vows. So whatever circumstances come in our life, we will be steady in, his, in our vows if we understand this philosophy. If we are educated well enough, that this body is going to be Perishable, it's perishable, it's going to die. This body is going to be taken away from us. Yes, Sylvia. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhu, we see when we know that we're about to die, it's very easy to, to be serious in bhakti, like we see in the case of Parikshan Maharaj. But when we're happy and everything is all good around. It's very difficult to remind ourselves that our life can finish at any time. So how can we keep on, remi keep on reminding ourselves that we can die at any time, our life will finish? Yeah, so the question is, when we are hearing the philosophy, when we understand that we are going to die, it's easy to become serious. Mm -hmm. So when you know you are in a miserable situation, it's easy to be serious and remember God. But when you are happy, mm -hmm. It's easy to forget Krishna and that is why uh, Kunti Maharani prays, let the miseries come again and again. But of course, we are not on that level. Mm. Anyone here prays for miseries? No, right? Uh, even devotees don't pray for miseries. Mm. Uh, so how to remember, uh, in the good times, how to remember 
Krishna. And that is why Srila Prabhupada has mercifully given us the process of chanting Hare Krishna. And that is why some people are known as Harina Mananda. Huh? Is given Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Srila Prabhupada is given, and Srila Prabhupada in, in his uh, famous video says, this process is easy and sublime and can be done happily. Hmm? So when we are happy, that's what devotees do. Hmm? Some of the devotees, it seems like they are chanting 24 hours. They always got a bead bag in their hand. Hmm? So, which is the sign of a devotee, hmm? Kanti Mala and bead bag and Tilak, right? So, when we are happy, what do we do? We chant. We chant more and more. Hmm? And that is the way we can remember Krishna. Any other comments, questions, corrections? Okay, we'll stop here. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Granth Raj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai.
Stein.